All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. And we're back. We're back, just like that. That's not right. Even, not even a gap in between. I didn't know if I could talk yet. You can talk. like suspenseful yeah. to keep me in secret. I'm here with Justin... How do you pronounce your last name? How do you think you pronounce my last name? Moestelar. That's close. <laughs> but no. Did you like it that? It is Mosteller. Can I call you Moestelar? Yeah, yeah. There's no E in there uh, before the S. There's no... <laughs> there's not two T's. Sometimes I get Mostetler. Oh. Uh, that's not true either. Mosteller. Something like a Schneider. You know? Schneider. Yeah. And then in in first grade or second grade, this one kid, he called me Nick Spider. Oh. And I wasn't upset by it. Okay. But I got him in trouble for it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I just acted mad. I was like, I don't like that. I'm going to tell the teacher. And then I did and he got in trouble. Wow. How do you feel about that now? Ah, he was a nice guy. I shouldn't have done that. That's wild. I wish I just laughed with him. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, we ran into this in texting. I have a friend who is named Nick Schneider. Mm. And so when both of you text me, it gets confusing in my brain. that one time? Yeah. That one time I was like, hey, we should build a table together. And you're like, great. Why? (laughs) Why? Huh. One time, uh, Justin, he texted me after our first time recording the podcast and he, uh, he was like, Hey, let's, let's hang out and build a table. I was like, okay. Like, I don't know, really know how to do that, but we can do that. And he was like, Oh, you know more than me. Laugh emoji. Yeah. I was like, in my brain, I'm like, I mean, I have used woodworking tools. At I have twice eaten at a table before, <laughs> and then I which just, your response was a curious one to me. I was like, "That that's an odd <laughs> response because Nick builds things all the time," and so we never did that. No, you never. You it just went silent for a couple of weeks, yeah. and then when I circled back to it, you like realized. that's weird that Nick never followed up because he's always like, "Let's build something," and then <laughs> that's uh, funny. And then I realized that's funny. Different. First name, same. Last name, slightly different. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, great. I'm Snyder, though. It's good to be back. I did get a haircut. Thanks for asking. Yeah, you look great. <laughs> Me too. Uh, you have a hat on. That's, that's not, right. That's not exactly. fair. Exactly. Wait. You know, you can't get a haircut. No. I mean, I shaved this morning. Oh, okay. It's fresh and clean. As in, you are bald? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just yeah, for the listener. For, they, had they, no got a, they got a They had no idea. You couldn't hear it? He's in a plaid Columbia. <laughs> He's got a blue Garmin watch. Yeah. He's about, uh, I don't know what. Five nine Taller than Kyle. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> it's able to be said rarely about me. That you're taller than Kyle? That I'm taller than anyone. I mean. You know, one of the most frequently <clears throat> said things to me in the atrium of our buildings. Uh, so one of you, I think we've established this, but I'm a worship leader at uh-huh. our church crossroads. Uh-huh. So um, I have to be on stage a lot. One of the most frequently said things to me in the I atrium. Guess. Yeah. Uh, is it like, start with like, wow? Uh, like, wow, you're something. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Wow, you're. I don't know. Way shorter American. than I thought. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
Always. What if somehow, imagine? somehow people think I should hear that. I don't. I, I don't mean, that's know. good for me. I wonder I how guess. many times Kyle gets that. Yeah. Wow. You're a lot shorter than I thought. Oh, what a, like what? An, what an entrance, you know? Yeah. Just like. <laughs> yep. Nice so to meet you. The two weekends ago, I was at. I was on stage. Actually, you didn't notice. I don't think. You were on stage. I was on stage at Oakley. Yeah. Baptisms. Baptizing. Yeah. Someone, yeah. No way. I got to baptize my mom. No way. That's yeah. awesome. That's pretty fun. Really. Mm-hmm. That's so I saw you at the corner of my eye. I didn't. Uh, didn't you should have walked anything. out to where I was. Said, "Hey, man." I don't know. <laughs> That, I don't know if that would have gone very well. I think security would have gotten involved. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> what would have happened? What if I was just like, hey, hey, can you, just, can you just move over? <laughs> yeah, just an arrow in your leg. Well, <laughs> I don't know. But happy holidays, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I don't know when this is going to air. And so Merry Christmas as well. Happy New Year. It's a great happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Uh, in modern families, I don't know if you've ever watched it, there's like, happy Valentine's Try to like, because he forgets the yeah. the date. Um, so I'm hoping today we talk about, what do you do when you feel disconnected from God? And I'll tell you why. The past six weeks, I've been <clears throat> sick and something going on every single weekend from weddings to family to whatever, right? Fill in the blank. I've just been booked, right? Busy, 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 transitioning my role here at Crossroads. And yeah. I, I just, like, my rhythm got upended. I was used to waking up at a consistent time, having about an hour with God, and it worked really, really well. And I started that again today. Uh, but I got sick, and I needed more rest. And I think at some point, like that, the I chose to prioritize the rest over God. Like at some point, right, we still need God when, we're, when we need rest, right? Right. So I felt super disconnected. And I think uh, you listening, you I bet you you can relate, and I bet you, Justin, can relate. At some point in your life, you felt deeply disconnected from God. And I'll say like this time, <clears throat> it was different in the sense that I knew God was with me. I knew he was there, but I just didn't feel the life, you know, the life mm. that God gives, the yeah. the, uh, the brightness, yeah. the sparkle, the um, the color. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I want to like, I just want to talk through that. Like, I felt disconnected with God. I want to be reconnected. And ideally, mm. I don't want to get disconnected again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, where do we go from there? But you, you might. But I, I, I assume that there will be another season yeah. where I feel disconnected or something like that. But <clears throat> so help me walk through that. If you have questions, ask me. And if you're listening, think of a time when you felt disconnected. Maybe you feel dis- disconnected right now. Um, yeah, we're going to talk through it. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think... Is it great? You you love that for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm loving, I love it. The last six weeks you uh-huh. felt so disconnected. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a great question to ask mm-hmm. after six weeks. I wish you would have asked it during week one of your disconnectedness. Right, right. No. no, I mean, sometimes I don't think we can, I don't think we're aware that we're feeling that way. And, um, yeah. and I think things start to roll. And without us knowing it, like we just get on the treadmill of life and it's like mm-hmm. everything starts hitting. You said something interesting that I think is a good distinction even to start with. Like you felt disconnected. You missed sort of the color of life and, mm-hmm. the, and that mm-hmm. sparkle as you said it. But you didn't, you weren't doubting him. Yeah. And, and that that was new, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How so? How How is it new? 
First, I want you to know you're a great listener. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. And I want to encourage you that when people listen to you on the podcast, it's sometimes it's their some of their favorite episodes. Oh. So I'm super glad you're here. Thanks, dude. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I <clears throat> How was it different that I, what was it? Um, so you made the distinction, like, mm-hmm. I didn't doubt him. I knew he was there, mm-hmm. but I still felt disconnected to him, which I think is a good distinction. Yeah. And you said, yeah, I think that's different. What? Yes. Why is it different for you? Uh, because in the past, when I felt disconnected, it would be like, I don't know if God's with me. Yeah. Is he real? Yeah. Just very bluntly. like, yeah. And just doubts could flood. I remember um, I was a sophomore in college, and I had an internship in Texas. I was working at um, Fossil Group. I was designing watches for Kate Spade. Really? Yeah, I know. It's this is a fascinating <laughs> turn. <laughs> and wow. I can't w- wait to see what you get me for Christmas. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's not a watch. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's for Valentine's Day. Maybe, I don't know when yeah. this will air. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'll reach out to my old contacts. Fossil watch. I used to have a fossil watch. Did my you? high school girlfriend <clears throat> brought, bought me a really nice fossil watch. Well. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going. <laughs> um, and it was the first time doubt had hit me as a believer. So I was probably a year into my journey, one full year, maybe one and a half. Yeah. It was the first time I started having questions of like, if God's real and he's good, why did he put a fruit in the middle of a place that he gave to people? Right. Uh, why, like, why would he even <clears throat> offer that as a way to get away from him? Um, and I just sat in that not knowing. I let it paralyze me. I was paralyzed by not knowing the answer to that. Mm-hmm. I didn't try to answer it. <clears throat> and I've said this on the podcast before and to my friends is um, if you don't ask questions and then answer them, you will either have a really weak faith or a dying one. Mm, And I believe that and I stand by it because I I was stuck in that paralyzed. Um, and I, so I doubted if he was with me. Yep. Um, it wasn't until I started answering those with the the help of somebody further along in the journey. Yep. Uh, that, that started to remedy. I started to see God again, trust him more and step into it. So I don't, I don't know if that answers your questions outright. But well, do, no, it does. It I does. think it's important, an important distinction, even as people are listening to this, to know when we talk about disconnection, it doesn't mean that I'm doubting his existence or I'm doubting <coughs> that he loves me. There's just a disconnection happening. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we feel disconnected, we might think, oh, I feel disconnected, therefore I'm doubting God. And I don't think they're um, mm-hmm. synonymous yeah. necessarily, yeah. I think. Um, they're distinctly different. There's times where I've doubted God. There's mm-hmm. st- I've been f- I've been following Jesus, um, gosh, for almost thirty years now. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm thirty one years old, and um, just kidding, <laughs> I'm forty two years old. <laughs> gave my life to Jesus. Want me to say that? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but um, so anyway, I I've been following for a long time. There's still times where I doubt God. There's still times where I mm-hmm. I have to go to the well of uh, faith, yeah, um, and why I believe things that I do. Yep. But for the most part, where I'm at in my relationship with God, 
there's very few things that make me doubt his existence anymore. Like I've wrestled that thing down. You're smiling Sorry, and I'm, laughing. What are you laughing I'm just about? Thinking I'm, about? I am 31. <laughs> I don't understand. I was like taking a drink of water. I was thinking about <laughs> something else. And then you kept moving. It was like, did you just say he was 31? And then you corrected yourself. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> you made no, your, there was no eye movement when I said I'm 31. It was as even, if you were just like, sure, yeah, you're 31. I you would only be 30 years old. Uh, uh, 20, yeah. Five years older than me. Yeah. That that's not weird. the case. No. That would be weird, he says. That would be weird. But, no, there, so in, for me, where I'm at with Jesus, there are still times where I doubt him. There are very few times, though, nowadays where I doubt his existence because I've wrestled some of those questions down. Okay. And yet still, <clears throat> I feel disconnected mm. at times. And so as I'm listening to you, I, th- well, to do this. So what's, now give me two of your most precious relationships in your life. I think I know okay. one, but yeah. give me My a second wife. one. Yeah, your wife. Yeah. <laughs> and this, are we including Jesus? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I should have said this. Not divine, but I mean, I guess maybe you could say, but not, no, not here on earth, flesh is divine. Flesh, <laughs> exactly right. Uh, human and not fully human uh, and okay. not fully God. Should we distinct that, I guess, yeah. between Jesus? But I mean, no, like if a friend, a parent, <clears throat> what, yeah, what would I've, be like, one? I've like very close friendships. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, close friendships that you see in yeah. a tangible, physical way. You yeah. can give high fives and knuckles to them. Um, I'm sure. What you, else would yeah. we do? And uh, <laughs> kiss your wife, right? And um, yet, do you feel disconnected ever to them? Yeah, I do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's like well, we didn't just crack the egg there. But right. I mean, I, that's a good point. I mean, it helps a, me like kind of uh, pare it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not so weird. It's right? not like when weird. we feel disconnected with God, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, something is terribly wrong. It's either him or my belief system or something like that. Yeah, when really, it, maybe <laughs> we're just human. You're just human. Yeah, I mean, I I love my wife. Yeah, more than any other human uh, on this planet, and she knows me better than any other human on this planet. Twelve mm-hmm. years of marriage, uh, four kids together, amazing. Um, my marriage is it's. I'll be for 31. So 32. strong. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so uh, it's amazing. I love her. And yet there are moments and times where we feel disconnected and yet mm-hmm. we sleep next to each other mm-hmm. every single night. We parent yeah. together. We go on dates. We ha- So there's all this physical interaction that's visible, that's um, also deeply emotional for me. And I love her deeply in my heart, like all those things. And yet I still feel disconnected. So why can't I set my expectation that there are going to be times where I'm disconnected from God? Mm. And it doesn't mean the foundation is crumbling, but it does mean I've got to ask questions like you said. It's important to ask questions. So I I would say starting with a healthy expectation Mm. like, yeah, my relationship with God, it's probably at times going to be like my relationships with every other person in my life where we're going to have seasons of disconnection and seasons of amazing connection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can I uh, pose? So I'm hearing two. So first of all, you delineated between being disconnected and doubting. Yep. Two separate things. We're talking right now. We're talking about disconnected. Yep. And that it's very normal. It's a normal experience to feel that with anybody. With anybody. So when we feel it with God, it's like, okay, yeah, you are normal. Yeah. Um, So let me pose that, but it's not supposed to be that way. You know? Yeah. So that's why, like, there's this uh, reaction. Mm-hmm. And I can even say, like, 
while I see it as normal with my friends or Sarah when I feel disconnected, yeah, I still like react. You like, should like as a like you know like when a kid has a tantrum, yeah. Um, I still have that type of reaction in an, an adult way. Yeah, of like okay, I'm gonna be more. I don't say this out loud or decide it just happens. I'm gonna be more irritable. Yep. Or I'm going to numb and like watch YouTube for an yep. hour. Yeah. Um, or I'm going to manipulate a text to pad my insecurity, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so, but, so I hear you that it's normal and I agree. I have no issue understanding that, but it's not supposed to be that way. It's right. And by calling it normal, doesn't mean it's not important. Mm. Like the minute we go, oh, well that's normal. So I shouldn't care about it. Well, that's not right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I'm disconnected <clears throat> from my wife, Sarah, I'm not like, great, our marriage is amazing. That's totally normal yeah. for us to not like each other for the moment. Right. No, I'm like, ah, this is not ideal. <clears throat> this is not what we signed up for. Right. How right. do we, what what happened, what went wrong, and mm. how do we get back to okay. the place we want to be? Yeah. And I think sometimes when we have, um, when we are interacting with God, we have a relationship with God, we read disconnection as that should unravel our faith. And I'm just saying right mm-hmm, off the bat, mm-hmm. no, you should expect it and you should put things in practice that would help you okay. recognize yeah. it and get back. And one of the things you talked about was, okay, for the last six weeks I felt disconnected. Yeah. And my practices changed. It did, yeah. Right? How did those change for you? So it started when I got, when I got sick. Uh, started, with, started with man camp. Man camp was great, but... That so a weekend was gone without, you know, without Sabbath, without my wife, a regular rhythm, and that's totally fine to have that. Yeah. Um. But I came back immediately, got sick. I was out for a week, and so I was sleeping in, as one does when you get sick. Yeah. And that's fine. Um. But then I stayed sick for about four to five weeks. I'm still, I'm ninety ninety five percent better now, which is and fantastic. I'm ninety percent backing up from the table now. That's great. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, Kyle hasn't gotten sick, I don't think. Yeah. Great. I don't think. Sure. Why am he's, I in this? this he's week? not here, so I don't really. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and <clears throat> I think weekend things kept happening, you know, like, yeah. and they're all good things. Like, Sarah and I talked to this. Like, the things that happened are good. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, my one of my best friends had a bachelor party. So I was there. Uh, my That same best friend got married where I was, you know, I had to give a speech. And so I was like fully present and alert and there was no time or space for something like a a day of rest with my wife. And so I stayed tired and I stayed sick. Did you knock it out of the park with the speech? Oh yeah. Great. Like, like 4.5 out of five. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stuck the landing. Um, and so I just stayed in a rhythm of sleeping in, uh, kind of preserving like a, what do you call it? Um, uh, when you just try to survive. You survive survival mode. Oh, survival mode. Survival mode, yeah. <laughs> Hibernation. Um, and so I never started back up my rhythm of waking up early, having time with God, regular rhythms, um, processing with my friends how I'm doing, stuff like that. Yeah. And so I just got unhealthy, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, and now I'm getting better, but I'm seeing and recognizing there was at some point a choice of at this point, no matter how sick I am or how tired I am, God's more important. Yeah. Because I'm not healthy. Yeah. Uh, and I never chose that until probably week four. There's somebody in the Bible who did that. He got super sick, I think. Or like, <clears throat> it says something about at all times you can praise the Lord. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. I was not praising the Lord at all times. Yeah. I was, if I feel better, if I feel okay, I will praise the Lord. Basically yeah. is where I was at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which being like a, a sail um, blown by the wind of our feelings, yeah. we've discovered, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not how I want to live. Yeah. Because it's not always accurate, right? Right. Our feelings are not the most accurate compass. Nope. But they feel real. <laughs> but they they are real. <laughs> exactly. They're real feelings. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think there's two things in there that you said. Like, on one, uh, you got sick, mm-hmm. so give yourself grace. <clears throat> like, right. I'm sick. I'm not gonna feel well. Uh, anytime I'm sick, I try not to make major life decisions. I don't think it's wise. I go. I'm at a deficit. I'm at a physical deficit. Uh, maybe a mental deficit. I still got a fog on me. Uh, I need to rest. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm gonna have less time to do things. Um, that maybe make me feel better, mm-hmm. make me feel more connected and more active. Yeah. Um, so give yourself grace in that okay. time and go, yeah, I'm sick. I, okay, let me set my expectations right. Like me as a, as a dad and as a husband, when, <coughs> when I'm sick, my sickness all of a sudden impacts mm-hmm. five other people now. And right. it's never right. done that in my life. Yeah. Until we were married, until I had four kids. And that I'm sounds like, hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, but it, <laughs> but I can't change it. I can't go, it's hard, so I shouldn't do it. No, it, it just does. So I have to set expectations like, okay, I don't feel well, so my expectations is I'm probably going to be grumpy. Yeah. I don't feel well, <laughs> so I'm not going to be uh-huh. as prone to help anyone. Okay. Yeah. So I just have to set my expectations right and anticipate that and then start to maneuver within them. You have to give yourself grace mm-hmm. and you have to give yourself responsibility. <clears throat> okay. Like, okay, um, this sickness is going on. I'm not, I'm not feeling as, yeah, I'm not feeling as connected. I'm not reaching out to God to say, hey, help me through today. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And for you, what you had was, and you said uh, you had an hour of time with God roughly in the mornings, which is a lot. And um, maybe listeners are out there like, for real? Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what that did, that's an hour chunk of your day. Uh, when you when that goes away, there is a void. And it's not just a void because it's a practice, like it's a daily discipline, although it is that. But it's also, no, if I stopped talking to my wife, mm-hmm. I would feel disconnected. Right, exactly. <laughs> If yeah. I stopped being for our family, if I stopped being at family dinners yeah. and just grabbed fast food every night and came home after dinner, I would be disconnected. Yeah. And again, <clears throat> I think that's where, yes, I give myself grace. I'm, I'm sick right now, but I also give myself responsibility and go, wait, wait, wait. What do I desire? Well, I desire to be connected to God, to continually go to him mm-hmm. and call out to him and have a relationship with him. I'm not doing that. Right. So how do I get that back? Right. And, um, and at times I've had to say, man, I don't have an hour right now, but I got 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I want to connect with him in the 10 minutes. Right. Or, man, I typically have my coffee and I'm, I have time with God in that chair by the fireplace or out on my front porch or I go for a walk. Well, I just broke my foot and I can't go for a walk. Does that mean I shouldn't connect to God? No, it means, okay, how can I connect to God mm-hmm. in this time? And we have to ask ourselves, why do I feel disconnected? And then what am I going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's both like external and internal. Yeah. There's sometimes I feel 
disconnected to God because externally things have changed, meaning my practices have changed, my time with God in the morning changed, or I'm busier mm-hmm. than ever. And, oh, man, I got six weeks down the road and went, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've forgotten to take a day of rest right. where it was fun. I've forgotten to go on a hike that was fun for me. Right. I've forgotten to do these things. That's that's external for me. Yeah. There's also times where I feel disconnected to God internally. Yeah. And sometimes it's because, man, I'm not choosing humility right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm not choosing joy. I'm choosing to like just right. stew in my own personal feelings and frustrations at something. Or it might just be, man, I think I'm pursuing him, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm hearing back right now. Mm. And that's all a part at times of feeling disconnected. And for me, the thing I can just say uh, after many years of being in relationship with God, the thing that keeps me connected as much as possible is hitting the nail on the head as much as possible, showing up for mm. God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so just like every family dinner is not amazing. Every single family dinner <laughs> is not unbelievable in the Mosteller household. Right, right. But showing up for dinner puts us in proximity mm. to have meaningful conversations mm. and meaningful moments. And I'll take those when they come. Right. It's very similar to my time with God. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we could get into a bunch of things of how we approach God, but at the end and on a very simple way, hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Like you, you said it right away. I, man, I've felt very disconnected to God in the last six weeks mm-hmm. and I just realized I haven't spent time with him. Right. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like it's yeah. like, oh yeah. Why do I think it has to be mm-hmm. bigger than that? Mm-hmm. And okay, Lord, I want to, I want to come back to meeting with you yeah. and get back in that rhythm. Totally. If relationship with God is personal, which it is, yeah, then we need to do personal things with him, right? You do. And uh, Hebrews, a book in the New Testament, uh, 2.11 says, So now Jesus and the ones he makes holy, <clears throat> which is you if you believe in Jesus, yeah. have the same father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them, which is us, his brothers and sisters. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so I don't know. How do I don't I don't know if I, <laughs> I Well, you started your journey today, you yeah. said by hitting the nail on the head today, right? Mm-hmm. Like hitting the nail again. I'm I'm gonna wake up early and show up. And again, this is not it's not um a magic formula like every day I show up and I'm just gonna get the most amazing Mm -hmm. nuggets of wisdom. No, I'm showing up because I'm in relationship. Right. I'm showing up just like I have to in every other relationship. I need to show up every day and say, Mm -hmm. all right, Lord, I want to be aware of you. I want to give you my attention. Mm -hmm. And for me, that has become a lifeline. And in busy seasons, what's required of me is to say, okay, this season is going to be busy. What am I willing to give up to make time? Yeah to be with him. Right. And then looking at, at pockets of time and saying, great, I can take that full day and go do this. That's a blast. Mm -hmm. Go connect Mm -hmm. in. Like for me, again, that's like taking a bike ride or taking a run Mm -hmm. or getting out into nature that just fills my mind and and heart up. And so if I miss those, like when it rains and it's really cold, like this past weekend, I still have to go, okay, what, what's meaningful time for me? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, you just have you have to make those choices. Like again, <laughs> if 
it comes back to this is adult stuff, right? right like there's right. there's maturity in it. Yeah. And um, I remember thinking like uh, I said, I think I said this several weeks from stage and maybe you've heard it before, but it was like, I thought when I got old in life, like at 40, I'd have life all figured out and everything <laughs> would just have natural, like <laughs> yeah. I'd naturally be a good husband. I'd right. naturally be a good father. I'd naturally love my job. I'd uh-huh. naturally, you know. <clears throat> and then you turn 40 and you're like, wait, I have more questions mm-hmm. than ever in my life, less answers. <laughs> huh. And it didn't come natural. No, it, it comes through some yeah. work. Comes yeah. through responsibility. I, I remember thinking that when I got married. <laughs> so I just graduated. So no, I thought like life would make sense because I graduated. Yeah. I had a degree. I got a new job. I knew where I was, my apartment was. I knew who I was married to. Uh, but actually, and I had a new family with Sarah. Yeah. And I was like, in reality, I was like, I have no clue yeah. what's happening because I just graduated. I had a new job. I had a new wife. Had a new family. Had a new apartment. Nothing made sense. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think it's just at every stage, just being. And I was angry for like three months because I didn't. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. And then at the end of the three months, I was like, man, I just need to accept that I don't know everything or the answers. I was so much happier after that's that. That's right. <clears throat> and, and I mean, that goes back to again what we talked about at the very beginning of this. It's unmet expectations. Mm-hmm. If I can set my expectations in my relationship with God, I'm going to have moments where I feel disconnected. Yeah, There might be something to it. There might be nothing to it. Yep. It might be a feeling in the moment. But I have to set my expectations right. Then in the moment of feeling disconnected, I have to ask why. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's mm-hmm. happening? Why am I feeling that way? And dig yeah. in a little bit. And then develop, okay, what, what should I do now? Like how okay. do I upturn this? There will be times we haven't said much on this yet in this episode, there will be moments where you are hitting the nail mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. are showing up every day and you still feel disconnected. I've had that. Yep. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we've talked about it before here. I would say that, um, I would say one to a listener who feels like that, I would just say, man, it's okay. And followers of God have felt this way. Yeah. For countless generations. For and sure. In fact, we have these stories in Scripture <clears throat> that show us, oh, that's how so-and-so walked through their moment mm-hmm. of disconnection. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, you've heard me say it, like, my, one of my first go-tos is always the Psalms. Yeah. Because the Psalm writers talk about, where are you, God? Right. Why are you silent? Right. How long must I wait for you? Yeah. And then they make a turn that says, but great is your faithfulness. And mm-hmm. I'll give thanks mm-hmm. to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. Yeah. They have this pattern that I think teaches us in life right. to say, okay. And so there, there's some Psalms that I will at times go through and, and pray mm-hmm. in seasons or stretches of time where I feel disconnected. Yeah. Like, oh, this, I don't know what to pray because I feel disconnected, but this Psalm actually gives me a, a prayer that I can honestly pray. Mm-hmm. And it's a statement of, frustration. It's a statement of calling out to God. But what it does is give me language and it hit and it allows me to call out to him right now as opposed mm-hmm. to turn away from him. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's an important choice. And so if anyone's feeling disconnected or when you feel disconnected and you're like, I'm showing <clears throat> up, right. I still feel right. disconnected. I would say, yeah, you're still in the right place to keep calling out to God. For and sure. saying, yeah. Okay. Okay, Lord, I know this isn't where I want to be and where we want to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm not hearing you now. Maybe you are silent, maybe you're not, but I trust you. Yeah. You've yeah. been so good to me. 
Yeah. And you know, if, it'll keep showing up. And if you are in that place, like your soul longs to be with God. Yeah. Right? And we are, if you are a believer in, in, in Jesus, then you are like hidden away in him. We are, uh, you know, um, what is it called? The, the Holy Spirit is a, like a, uh, it's a cap. It's a, it seals you. It seals oh, you okay. yeah. for heaven. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the help. That was the next idea I was going to have. It <laughs> was it really? You. No, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where we were going. <laughs> the Holy Spirit seals you for heaven. Um, yeah. But your soul, like, it, it longs to be with God. And we are, we are partially with him now. And we, we are awaiting yeah. to be reunited in yeah. full, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and so it makes sense that even if you're the, uh, however you, however people measure this, not that we should, like you were the best Christian, the <laughs> yeah, whatever that means, <laughs> then, and you still all disconnected. It's because we're not there yet, right? Like we're still on this side of heaven. Yeah. We're waiting for him. We're waiting for his return. And that's a good thing to look forward to. That's exactly right. Maybe we can channel it in that direction. Yeah. The last thing I want to um, bring up before we have to close is, also to consider what you're choosing instead of God. Yeah. Like even when I brought up my example, it's like, oh, I was choosing sleep. Nothing's nothing's wrong with sleep. I was choosing YouTube. Nothing inherently wrong with YouTube. I was choosing whatever, like um, hanging out with friends and like none of those things are wrong. But ultimately I think I had a disordered, uh, incorrect prioritization of my life. So, okay, I don't know. Do you have anything to... Yeah, well, I've got a buddy um, who is, uh, let's see, 15 years, I don't know, 12 to 15 years ahead of me in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, You're doing a great job of hiding your age. <laughs> no, I know. I already gave it away. I'm 42. I got you no didn't qualms. say that. I did. I said it earlier. You mm. were taking your drink and not listening. I don't think when you I caught drink water. Up. You're like, when you drink water, My you're 20 just... seconds delayed. You just missed that time. <laughs> That's kind of true. No, I'm, I'm 42. <laughs> So I have a friend who's in his mid to late fifties and, um, a good friend and he's, uh, just wise and a great friend to me. And, um, he has taught me this in the last year of, you know, what we all have equal amounts of time. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he's right. like, you know, for him, um, he's retired, had a very successful career He's like, money doesn't feel like much of a sacrifice for him. Mm-hmm. And he's been mm-hmm. honest about that. Yeah. So to give money, which is often praised in public and things like that, he's mm-hmm. like, that doesn't feel like much of a sacrifice because I can make more. Um, I've made a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I have plenty left over, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. He's like, you know what feels sacrificial? My time, because mm. you and I have the exact same amount. Mm. And it's what I choose to do with it. And I'm like, whoa. And so that's a guy who's retired, who's an empty nester now. And he's going, I, he he always uh, tells me like, if I could go back, this is the thing I would key in on is the things that make you feel busy. You've said yes to. Mm. And therefore you've said no to something else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sure there are seats, like I'm saying yes right now to my kids sports. Yeah. I'm saying yes to my kids activities at, at school. I'm saying yes to my job. Like there's a bunch of things that fall on my plate right now. I still have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I not want to do my, my son's, uh, well tonight, for example, my mm-hmm. son and I are going to a basketball game. Yeah. It's going to make my night more packed. But yeah. it feels awesome. We got free tickets to a basketball game. It's just me and my son hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I want to say yes to that, which means my <clears throat> evening change, which means, hey, I should probably get up a little earlier this morning. Yep. Have a little bit more time to myself because I'm not going to have it at the end of the night. Yep. Like, 
we can say yes and we need to change some things. We all have 24 hours. How we spend it Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. mostly our choice. Mm. And we can craft out time and find those pockets to make time for the things that we have priority over. Right. Or that we set as priority. That's really good. That's wisdom I did not expect to get today. Yeah. Uh, if you, it's also convicting. It's not easy. <laughs> I'm like John. Don't say that to me. I, you yeah. Know. And you can't. You don't have like nobody has extra or less. Nobody. Right. Nobody. Every day you have 24 hours. Yeah. You can't change anything about that. Yeah. You can make a choice to say, <laughs> I'm going to say yes to this, and just be open. I'm going to say yeah. yes to this, and that means I'll say no to this thing. Right. And then and then go like, is mm-hmm. that a choice I want to make? Yeah. It is. I want to go to a basketball game with my son tonight. Heck yeah. It's my one night this week that I would be home mm-hmm. and and off, yeah. in quotes. Yep. And then a friend called me uh, this morning or texted and said, you want free tickets to a game? Like, <laughs> wait, this is my only night of the week where uh-huh. something's not on the Christmas calendar. Right. You right. know, and because it's December. And I make a choice. Yeah, I want to say yes to that. Uh-huh. It's going to be awesome. Yep. And so I'm going to, yeah, just make a choice. You get to say yes and no to things. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle and I have talked about this, but in Genesis, um, there's two guys, brothers, Cain and Abel, and they both they both do something. One of them's a fruit farmer, I think, or vegetable, I don't know. One of the two. Yeah. And then the other one takes care of animals, is that right? Yeah. And Hunter, uh man. excuse me. Um Abel brings the very first product of what he makes to God. Yeah. And God loves it. Yeah. Cain brings the, like the last of it mm-hmm. and God rejects it. Yeah. And I think it'd be good to look up. You can look it up. It's in Genesis. <clears throat> um, Google's a great friend to find it. There you go. <laughs> and just consider like what first fruits do you have in your life? You know, the time is one of them. Yeah. Like you wake up and I consider, I think do whatever's faithful, whatever is faithful. I'm not trying to say that it has to be in the morning anyway yeah. at all. But my first fruit for my time is the morning. I have to have it in the morning. Yeah. If I have it any later, if I even change what I'm doing for half a second, like you know, like look up my email, it completely changes my mindset in the morning. Yeah. So my first fruit for my time with God is the morning. Mm-hmm. But consider your first fruit. Like what is what is the first fruit of your time or your money or your activities or your priorities? And I think if you put God in the first spot there, you'll start to feel more connected to him. At least you're putting yourself in a position to be more connected with him. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Well, what uh how about an action step? We're gonna close with an action step. Give me something to consider uh so I can move towards being connected with God. Okay. I think it's exactly that, what you just said. Like, what will put me in the best spot mm-hmm. to be in proximity, to have being connected to God? Yeah. So what is that practice for you? For my friend, um, <coughs> for me, it is sitting down and first thing in the morning. Um, it's it's getting out of bed when I want to get out, not... Mm-hmm. not Excuse me. Oh, what Siri? is that? <laughs> oh, thanks. Goodness. Yeah. Didn't need Siri there. <laughs> so the action step is choose what gives you the best poss- possibility of yeah. connection to God. Okay. And uh, that can look a number of ways. I'm not going to give you all the ways, but it can Great. look a number of ways. Okay. Make the choice and then yeah. do that and put it into practice for, I'd say, like three to four weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. For three to four weeks, I'm going to commit to this. Yeah. 
You know, give it a try. See yeah. what see what happens. What's the product of it? And what do you need to say no to to make it happen, right? Like yeah. you just said when you need to get up, not when you want to, right? Is that what you said? I, when I I get up uh when I would when I want to get up, not when I would sleep till. So uh, I okay, got I could sleep another <clears throat> 3 hours every morning. Yeah. Yeah. But what I want is connection to God that has to happen in the morning for me because of my family schedule. And so I have to get up at 5:30. I don't want to get up at 5.30. <laughs> like, I could sleep till 7.30, but I want connection with God, so I want now to get up at 5.30. I thought you young and spry 31-year-olds like to know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, definitely consider that. Um, what do you need to do to put yourself in position to be connected to God? And go do it. Go do it. That's pretty much it. Uh, we love you guys, and we will see you next week. Oh, later. (laughs) 